Pakistan has failed at almost everything except one, the Coke studio, says a laughing Amin. He cuts a reluctant figure, short and studious, his face firm and unexpressive, his hair ruffled by the breeze. He wears a beard, an uncertain, uneven patch which stretches unnaturally when he laughs. And for a moment, he looks like a child. Amin, 20, is an engineering student in Bhubaneswar but a historian at heart, who is currently visiting Bangalore for an internship. It is regrettable, he says, that my friends, my cousins are all so alien to their rich musical tradition. So many people say that Islam forbids music. I'm sure that they do not know anything about the Qawwali. His face twisting ever so slightly in disgust. To Amin, music is more than a mere drug that keeps him from nodding off when working late, or a sudden track played in movies so that the hero might woo the heroine. Music to him is his history, his genealogy that has gone unrecorded. My mother claims that her great-grandfather was a poet in the court of Bahadur Shah Zafar, the last Mughal emperor. There is no way that one can verify that claim because the family migrated to Odisha and whatever little heirloom they had was sold off. A Qawwali is not a singular notion. It has seven types, of which ghazals are the most prominent and the most celebrated. It is a song of yearning as opposed to other devotional forms. A yearning for one's lover. This form, more than any other, illustrates the Sufi theology of the God as lover. The mysticism inherent in the order is very similar to that of the Bhakti movement, both of which were subversive attempts at liberating one from religious orthodoxy. As Aniso Rehman's book, Hazaro Khwaishe Aisi, a collection of the greatest ghazals of Islamic history outlines. But as a literary form, ghazals precedes Sufism. There is evidence that ghazals were written in the Arabian Peninsula at the time of the Prophet. But it was in South Asia that the ghazal became what it is today. Having evolved in Persian courts, flirting with the Shia opposition to the strict Sunni Islam of Arabic courts, the Ghazal was brought to India by travelling mystics and the general Persian populace that migrated to India in order to work in the various Muslim sultanates that sprung upon in the subcontinent around the 12th century. In South Asia, my mother told me, the world was entirely different. There was chaos and colour and endless diversity. The Persians mingled with the local Hindus and everything about Islamic culture, including its art and music, began to change, Amin says, and there seems to be some truth to that. As Manu S. Pillai in his book, Rebel Sultan, outlines, Islamic culture underwent a great transformation in the continent, so much so that the Mughals were ardent drinkers of fine wine. The influence of existing Hindu literary forms is evident in the Ghazal. As the medieval age ripened into the early modern, the Ghazal changed from being primarily devotional to being largely romantic in its lyricism. With the British conquest, the Ghazal reached its peak in what we know it to be today. Mir Taki Mir and Mirza Ghalib in their immortal verse penned down hundreds of Ghazals that to this date remain moving and devastatingly beautiful. But the sadness, the longing we associate with the Ghazal today, found its greatest exponents in the 20th century in the words of Faiz Ahmed Faiz, Hafiz Hoshiar Puri and Ghulam Ali, all of whom left for Pakistan after the partition. In Pakistan, you can't be Shia or an Ahmadi. 
their religion is unidimensional and yet they have appropriated the ghazal without understanding the inherent subversiveness of the form to their fundamentalist faith amin says this shaking his head with the coke studio and bollywood pakistan has kept the form alive and thriving introducing it to the young competing for their attention with western pop music the coke studio is in itself an interesting notion it takes old renowned songs often devotional like tajdar rehana and reinvents them in the voice of a great nationally acclaimed singer like atif aslam along the way western influences and instruments creep into the songs birthing a hybrid musical culture that is at once in trend and pop like while also being traditional devotional and soulful while the metaphysics of the belief systems that both these songs often get muddled in the process it does not matter as the music becomes a product of aesthetic consumption and not of religious discussion this allows for the diversification and slow liberalizing of stringent pakistani islam as it is practiced by the nation's young what india lost in the exodus of great singers and poets of the ghazal tradition it gained in the adoption and acculturation of the tradition by hindus pankaj udas and jagjit singh are perhaps the two most renowned and important voices of the ghazal on this side of the border this hindu acculturation meant that the devotion and theology of the ghazal became separated from its aesthetics in india while in pakistan the latter became a means of reforming the former in india the latter was all there was to the ghazal which is also why according to amin the form has now subsided to the footnotes of our current indian culture bollywood music has become increasingly mobile penned by second rate lyricists the urban young listen to taylor swift and kanye west it is only the old that listen still to ghazals which is why once in a while there is a cover version of a famous song but the old will die he says we have made no effort to preserve the ghazal outside of singing reality shows there is no popular ghazal music anymore no poet who writes anything of substance and according to amin there needs to be an indian version of the coke studio surely it will be a far richer space with everything from carnatic to hindustani classical regional and folk traditions ghazal and bollywood music coming together with fusion rock and indie rap to create something incredulous and befitting of the great diversity of the nation but the ghazal is more than an aesthetic in the hands of the kashmiri poet aga shahid ali it became a means of resistance and mourning the yearning in his ghazals was for his homeland for the peace and beauty that two nations at loggerheads in search of territorial grandiosity had taken away in his collection of poems a country without a post office ali paints a haunting image of his home reinventing and reinforcing the sufi mystical tradition of the valley he also in writing it in english illustrates the ability of the form to be expressed in a language other than arabic persian and urdu lorca the legendary spanish poet had done this decades before ali in his spanish yekalos but the same abyss between faith and aesthetic occurred in his work which shahid ali aptly surpasses resistance is the essence of all poetry says sayed umar a student at christ university and poet what shahid ali did was to remind the nations of their conscience in the current political climate the same reminder must be established again for sayed ghazal and poetry are an essential part of his expression of his culture
It is the lyricism, the fluidity, he claims, of the form that allows one to surpass the orthodoxies of faith imposed by a select few as merely a political project. Its revival is necessary for Muslims of my generation. There is political and religious alienation in the country of Muslims. And the slow decline of Urdu, of the Ghazal and Islamic literature has resulted in cultural alienation too. What then becomes of us? He says, unwilling to imagine a post-Islamic existence or worse, one with more ritualism and orthodoxy. For both Amin and Umar, the Ghazal has remained a manner of expression. That is at once personal and on the face of political hegemony, revolutionary. In its decline is evident, our own search of a narrative of history that befits our current political goals. A search that requires one to be a stranger to one's actual history, culture and tradition. In such a state of majoritarian confusion and longing for a great historical, glorious society, ironically, only one literary form and musical tradition is born. Only one that can hold such great yearning, the Ghazal. <laughs>